Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? Welcome. You know that sound, the unfiltered band means yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way right here, right now. This at 174 on Unfiltered, Machado, MLB, little Jake Paul, even before we get done. I'll call this uh, buffet style. On episode 174, you always could jump on board, be first to the buffet table here on the Unfiltered Revolution. And thank you, Unfiltered Band, by getting in the Twitter at Casey Stern. Get up into the bio, get on the YouTube channel, and jump in and subscribe and like and uh, watch all and share, of course, all the videos and all the interviews and conversations and guests and more from Major League Baseball, NBA, hockey, football, MMA, you name it, we got it. And uh, we, that way, are kind of right in line and in tune with the folks who make this possible. We, as always, presented by our good friends at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. Always get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. Live betting options, free contests, live scores, almost any game, any sport imaginable. Bet Online truly is the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports leagues and events. It's easy, people. Head over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts as we get started here. A uh, couple like uh, programming notes, if you will. If you have not uh, jumped in, and uh, please do. You can see right there in the video. Get on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern. Want to see you there and connect with me. And one of the things you would have seen is I tweeted out that uh, a Believe teammate and uh, an all-around good dude, my guy, Shukri Wrights, who's got a really good podcast, talks a lot about sports and baseball and hockey and a lot of all things Boston and sports, but also about life. We had a two-part conversation you could find on my Twitter. You can get on YouTube here, on his YouTube as well. Um, and uh, you can get on uh, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts on his podcast, where we talked a lot about baseball and the pitch clock and all that stuff. But we also talked about life and about something I've been talking about a lot over the last, you know, really over the last year. And that is the importance for us and people who are involved, the us in sports and people who are involved in this thing where people come in for whatever reason to me to, you know, either love, hate or somewhere in between what I'm saying about baseball or basketball, whatever it might be. And for people to understand that there's a lot more that's important than, than sports, right? You, you know, you got families, you got kids, you got loved ones, you got life, you got friends. And in all of that, you're going to meet plenty of people, especially, I think, and this is not at all to be you know, chauvinistic. It's almost the reverse of that. You know, just to be honest and to say that, hey, look, if you're a guy in today's day and age in 2023, especially if you're in the athlete world, especially if you're in the public eye, you're afraid to be honest and say you fallible. You're afraid to be honest, say you're vulnerable. You're afraid to be honest and say you're a human. We're not allowed to be that. Now, nobody allowed to be that in certain ways. So please understand. But if, if you're sitting there and you're a guy and this, this is hard to explain and it's wrong. It is it, name, right? Right. But you are, built in a way that you are 
told that you are weak if you show emotion. You are weak if you have vulnerability. You're weak if you got issues. You're weak if you got things you got to go through. You're weak if you go through things we all go through. Now, it's a lot easier for somebody like me or any you know male or female in your own personal life when it's not on a platform, when you're not an athlete, when you're not in the public eye. But it's hard no matter who you are. It's not easy. And especially if you're a guy, because let me tell you something, people, and I've been honest about this, and I talked about you know, a lot of different things on his podcast, but I've talked about this on mine too. I got no problem telling you, I've had the people I care about most literally point down and laugh at me and talk down to me and tell me that my tears mean I'm weak, that my tears mean I'm pathetic, that my tears mean I'm useless. They could do whatever they want to me, but if I react and get upset, if it makes me sad, then I'm the weak one. And you know what? Because especially, I'm looking you in the eye here, especially because guys, Right or or no, we can't. Who, who are you gonna tell? Right, nobody's gonna listen to you. And then it's like you're, there's an embarrassed fa factor that comes in there. This quotient of like I can't say anything because then it means I'm weak. This is how people treat you when you get sad, when you get emotional, when you have things go on. Point being, we got to normalize all that. This isn't a conversation that needs to be on Doctor Phil. This isn't a conversation that needs some five part series. In a conversation, needs a light bulb series. It's a conversation that people should be able to have every day, whether those people are male or female, whether they're old or young, whether they're policemen, fire women and men, whether they're congressmen and women, or whether they're just somebody who's sitting there, you know, working at the local bank or somebody you know who's a crossing guard. It doesn't matter who the hell they are or where they're from or what their age is or what the background or the gender is. If you are a human being, you're allowed to have emotions. If you've been treated like garbage, you're allowed to be sad. That's just the way it is, right? We got to normalize some of that. So definitely check out that podcast if uh, you uh, so choose. In the meantime, I want to get into a few things here and kind of you know, hit a, a bunch on this 174. Number one, Manny Machado with the 350 and, you know, with the extension I got to give Manny Machado a lot of credit because here's the thing, right? Manny Machado always been a great player. Manny Machado, when he was the only dude on the Orioles, right? In the long way back in the way back machine, Manny Machado always been a great talent. When he was a shortstop, he was a great talent. Move over to third base, he's been a great talent. When he was in Baltimore, when he was in LA, when he's now in San Diego, great talent, great talent, great talent. But talent never been the question for Manny Machado. Manny Machado's questions have been more based on, do you have the mentality to be great? Your talent is great, but do you have the mentality to be great? Are you going to be one of the greats? Or are you just going to be a great talent? And there's a difference. And for a long time with Manny Machado, we didn't know. You know, we didn't know in Baltimore because then we said, well, you know, it's in Baltimore and who knows and, you know, he, he, big fish, small pond. And then he went to L.A. and we're stepping on first baseman. And you know, maybe we're not giving the effort. Or maybe we're complaining about being injured when we're not. Or all sorts of things. Maybe we're not coming through when we're supposed to. Albeit, he had a huge home run in that series. I remember up the top of my head was at game six against, or was it even in game seven against the Brewers? Right? So, but we getting on him. And a lot of that was self-inflicted. And a lot of it was deserved. A lot of it was deserved. In a lot of the cases, we sat there and we said, well, wait a minute. 
I don't know Manny. I know Manny Machado talented. I don't know who Manny Machado is. I don't know what he wants to be. And right or wrong, and most of the time it's wrong, we sit in the media and as fans, and we then go ahead and we decide what you are. We decide, are you going to be legitimized beyond what your talent is? And the back of the baseball card says, and we don't legitimize Manny Machado because of X, Y, and Z, right? Well, something happened on the way to the forum, as the saying goes, and that something was pinworm or pinworm in quotes because the Fernando Tatis Jr. thing to me, forget about signing to San Diego where I always, I laughed at the time being on the air on Sirius XM when people said, Manny Machado doesn't want to win. Manny Machado don't care about winning. Manny Machado doesn't want to win. He signed with the Padres. And I remember saying to people, and this before we knew all the moves San Diego's made since, before all the money, that they have spent since. I remember saying to people, people, you ever been to San Diego? Have you ever been to San Diego? There is no winning that's a level of winning greater than getting paid $300 million to play a sport in San Diego. Sorry. So he already winning. But he's become a winner. Or always was. And it never got to show it or always was, but had some mishaps that went the other way. Regardless, there's not a question now. Something happened when Tatis Jr. went down that Manny Machado just took on this extra thing. And I think it's a combination of that and Juan Soto coming in because what it's Fernando Tatis Jr. Suddenly you're not the guy. He's better than you. He's younger than you, right? You know, he's a bigger star than you, right? Then there's Juan Soto coming in. He better than you. He younger than you. He a bigger star than you, right? He coming in to save everything, right? I think Manny Machado kind of looked at that as a challenge and stepped up, but not just the play and the MVP caliber play, but I think stepped up everything about the way he is. And he became a leader, and it showed. And I don't know how much he would say this or admit this. How much is us reading into it, me reading into it now? But to me, we watched the growth of a leader last year, and good for you. Absolutely. Applause for sure and deserved. Great talent, but now a winner and a guy who's an all-around great player seems to be a great teammate, and now we're talking. Now we're elevated, and now we can't let you go out the free agency. And certainly we know the Padres can back the truck up. Tried to do so for Judge for $400 million. Paid Machado. Paid Xander Bogarts, who I love to death, but he went from a criminally underrated player to a criminally overpaid player. $200 million, $80 million, right? You know, they are, they're going for it with everyone they can. Trying to get dudes, bring them in. Went after Trey Turner. Doesn't matter. They got short stops. They already had Tatis Jr. and Kim, who, by the way, a hell of a shortstop in his own right. And he's still going after Turner and then got Bogarts. Doesn't matter. But they could have easily said, hey, look, we'll just let Machado walk. We'll slide Bogarts over to third. Kim could certainly play there. Tatis Jr. could play there. We still got a third baseman and a shortstop. What the hell do we care? And then we'll just go after Otani or whoever else. They could have done that, but they didn't. And kudos to A.J. Preller. Kudos first and foremost to that ownership that has gotten behind this organization I don't know if it's going to net him a championship. I don't know if it's going to net him a division title, even though right now they are poised to me to be clearly right there in the mix and maybe actually a more talented team for the first time than the Dodgers. Everybody talking about arms races and cutting gaps and all this stuff last couple of years. I ain't having none of that. But right now, they may be the more talented team than Los Angeles, who lost the law firm of Turner and Turner in Trey and in Justin. 
who's still got injuries and things to deal with and an older version of Kershaw and younger players they need to rely on more like Lux. And I don't know what I'm getting out of some of that with the Dodgers. So for me, right now, San Diego looking pretty. And they also not done. And they're ready to spend and they're ready to win. We always talk about all the Steve Cohen money, like he's ruined Earth because of it. Padres is ready to spend money too, okay? Let's be fair. So kudos to them. And kudos to Manny Machado. He deserves it. Deserves it. Good for him. And I think we we don't do this in the media and we don't do this in the world. You know, we got receipts on everybody. When people grow and they go ahead and they do the right things or they go ahead and they start to say the right things and they go ahead, we wait till it's too late. We waited till Kobe Bryant had died until we talked about all the things he'd done to kind of repair some of the things he had not done or done wrong in his life. This is what we do in sports. This is what we do in 2023 because to be honest, people, most of us suck in 2023, right? Just who we are. This social media world, a killer. It ain't good. But to me, we don't do enough of this. And in this sport, we don't do enough of this, right? With David Price, we wait till he gets $30 million and ends up a reliever who can't really pitch or, or missed out in a COVID season we wanted him to throw because of money or whatever. And we got on him for all the times he failed. But nobody, when he came in and was throwing at a relief for the Red Sox and then turning back and being a starter and giving you the performance both in the back end and the front end that Chris Sale wasn't giving you that time and Kimball couldn't do that time and he that dude, we're not giving him that that due, right? We didn't turn around and say, oh, you know, I watched Kyle Lowry in a, in a finals run that I covered with Turner sit there and go for Everybody's like, Kyle Lowry, he's not a star. Kyle Lowry, he's not a leader. Kyle Lowry, well, I don't, what is he? He's not that good. Then he's leading the team to a championship. Can we give the guy some love? Manny Machado deserves it. Give it to him. Give him his flowers. Deserves it. A lot of people give him the pitch clock flowers, and they, they should. Pitch clock deserves it, too. I joke today, I'd like to see it in my kids' carpool line. I think it would be great at the DMV. I'm looking for things we can then attribute and pass the pitch clock onto. Give me pitch clock everywhere. Give me pitch clock everywhere except at the dinner table or in bed. Give me pitch clock, pitch clock, pitch clock everywhere except dinner table and in bed or any table with food or any bed. All right? Give me pitch clock. We need all this shorter, and the pace is quicker. Now, I love the people that are these baseball purists that are sitting there and saying, well, I don't like it. It's ruining the game, right? Yet the game when they grew up was being played much shorter. Did they not pay attention? The game when they grew up was being played at more of this pace. They didn't need a clock then. You want to get on that, you can. Their athletes then didn't need it. You want to get on that, you can. But these athletes do, clearly to advance and go backwards, and if go forwards in terms of pace, but the time is more like what you grew up with than not. So how do you tell me? So other than the clock, which, by the way, aesthetically, I don't like either. What are you telling me? Then I got people telling me, well, I've ruined the game. It ended the game with the Red Sox. And, you know, we got uh, you know two situations I saw with Hunter Green. He had two violations today. And there are violations everywhere. Manny Machado, aforementioned, got a strike to begin a count. We got people getting out. Well, guess what? Rather that now, the whole point is for that to happen now so it doesn't happen in September. Now, I'm not going to tell you April because it's going to happen in April, especially with the WBC and this disjointed nature. It ain't going to be enough for all this to get through. And all of a sudden we sit there April 4, 5, whatever it is, and it's all roses and Hallmark cards because it ain't going to be that way. All right. It's going to take some time. But by the middle of the season, you're going to be there. And if this lasts for 50 years, no one's going to be sitting there and saying, ah, geez, I wish I had those three months back. 
where six or seven dodos didn't get it by then. It's going to happen. But don't give me, you know, the first day of spring training, we realize that, you know, I love these, I love these over-aggressive tweets. Like, to me, I love the Seinfeld episode where they're at uh, the Chinese restaurant. Caught, right? Right? And he's, he's sitting there and they're waiting for a table. And the whole episode, they're waiting for the table, waiting for the table. And it's like we used to be when we're ordering food, people. You remember that, Domino's? Yeah, within 30 minutes, right? You'd be, you'd be ordering that local pizza and you call up that dude. And you're like, man, I got three kids here. And you're like 12, calling, But I got three kids here. And they haven't eaten in like 38 weeks. I mean, they were just on a Sally Struthers commercial, these kids. And they ain't eaten. And because of you, they haven't eaten now in another hour and 20 minutes. Right? And people will be, oh, I'm so sorry. Here's a free pie. And you know, they freak out. And, and we just left. And are you sure you're on your way? And how long until? And then you call back. Well, you said you're on your way 20 minutes ago. Well, now it doesn't work that way because now we got receipts. And now DoorDash saying to you, well, to be honest, use a TV term. The total running time is 17 minutes, sir, because you ordered at 8.15, and it's only 8.32. Change the game, right? That's kind of where we're at now. A lot, lot more receipts than there used to be. But to me, with the game of baseball and where we're at, right, we got to understand that we can't go overboard and be that I've been waiting for three days for food. We can't go overboard and say this is going to ruin the game. The game, the game over. The game ruined. Baseball's gone. I mean, really? You're not going to watch it? It's like I love these people. It's like, honestly, and I said this, the closest I've ever come to this about a player or a team in my whole life being like, nah, like I can never root for that dude or root for that team or watch a sport was when that thing happened with the dogs with Michael Vick. And I love animals. I was like, I don't know if I could do that anymore if I was an Eagles fan or I, or Falcons guy. I don't know if I could do that. Right. But you, it ain't that where, where you go. Like, come on, really? You're not going to watch. I'm not watching baseball because a game got ruined by the pitch clock in spring training down in Fort Myers, whoever the hell it was that you weren't watching anyway. What the hell you give a crap about that? The answer is you don't. You're just trying to come up with some garbage. Some total, utter garbage. People, come on now. Let's watch this thing transpire. The game's quicker. The games are shorter. There's going to be less time to go to the bathroom, get a bathroom break, because you're in it to win it. And that's a good thing, especially when we need the kids that are on TikTok for 36 seconds at a time to be in it to win it. Good thing so far. Flowers, for sure, overall. Not perfect. Overall, so far. LED lights, I don't need them the size of, like, you know, previously on 24 at the beginning of the screen. I think we can leave them in a bug somewhere in, in a better spot. I think we'll figure that out. We'll figure out which TV station, which regional does it the best. Everyone else will copy, and I'm fine with that. We'll figure it out. Uh, not a long one today. Just a quickie here on something non-baseball, on this whole scenario with uh, Jake Paul and boxing. Now, I love combat, combat sports. I've watched combat, combat sports my whole life. I love boxing. I love MMA for 20 years. I was a fan of the UFC really pre even a little bit, but, but heavily into at the time, you know, a tough one. Right. And there've been a lot of people that have gotten in the last 20 years since, and that's all fine and well, but I don't, I don't miss much. I don't miss many pay-per-views. I don't care if it's at the crappy apex. I can't stand. I watch everything in the UFC and boxing to me kind of died for a while. And I got to be honest with you when the first Jake Paul triller, whatever it was at the time, garbage happened with Nate Robinson. I ain't watching that live. And I was like, this is some garbage. But I got to give credit where it's due and then take away where it's not. All right. First, where it's due. I watched this fight. I spent 50 bucks on this fight. I was interested enough to see what happens in this fight. 
If you did that to me, there are probably a lot of other me's and kudos to you. Now, certainly, I'm I'm soaking up any kind of combat sports I can, but you got me in there, and kudos to you, because I can't name all the IBF and WBC and WBO champions right now. Neither can any of you. I don't care. Don King don't know who they are. All right? Sorry. So, you know, I, I know what Don is Creed. Is he on there? Seriously. So, kudos to you. And kudos for the fact for Jake Paul that you are – Absolutely, if you would like to be, which I'm not buying necessarily, but if you would like to be a boxer, you're a boxer. Are you the greatest boxer that ever lived? No. Are you ever going to win a belt? Most likely not, even with as crappy as they are today. Most likely not. But are you a good enough boxer to have a career? Because bar boxing, in part, is what you can do in the ring, in part, the athleticism, in part, your ability to improve, and in part, your ability to sell. And you got all that at different levels, and the package is more than enough. You can be a boxer. You probably could be a boxer in the next 10 years of your life. And you could probably be up there and get ranked at some point for sure because of we, we see the advantageous nature of the timeline you've had and how much better you got, right? But then we also got to be real about this. You lost the fight. I don't want to hear about you were sick. You know, you had, you had a boo-boo or whatever this nonsense. You lost the fight. You talked so much crap. You basically said the guy's name should be disowned. And you lost the fight. He beat you. All right? Now, I understand you knocked him down on a jab in the eighth round. You want to live with that and own that the rest of your life? Go ahead. And I know it won't be the rest of your life because you're going to run this back. How great would it be in life if our losses we could run back? You can in combat sports. They're going to run it back. We're going to find it. And I'll watch it again. It was entertaining. But you know what I came out thinking? You know what I came out thinking? Kudos to Tommy Fury. Guy got so much crap. Forget put baby in the corner. They got him being cornered. He's got to change his name. He's not going to get paid. He's got all this stuff. He's 23 years old stepping into this spot. Not easy. Everything to lose. Jake Paul loses, and he falls back on his gazillion dollars. And you fall back on, oh, well, Tyson's my half-brother. I mean, honestly. Like, you ain't got much. I was on whatever that reality show, Temptation Island, Love Island, whatever, Paradise, I don't even know what it's called, right? I don't know if that's here in the States, but I certainly didn't see it. Didn't come up with all the, the Megan photos when I go on uh, Peacock or, uh, you know, uh, I know by the movies, Menu, is that Netflix? I don't know. You're the ones that are in front. It's not coming up there. British Baking Show, I can get that. But I nobody even care who you are outside of Tyson's brother, and your dad's accent is amazing, and I love him. That's it. That's what you got. So all that pressure, kudos to you. I thought you boxed pretty well. I thought you looked better than Jake Paul. I thought you outboxed Jake Paul. I thought your power, look, look. I don't think you're winning a championship either, and you're certainly not your brother, and that's okay, but I thought you looked like you had more power than Jake Paul for all the overhand right nonsense. To me, it looked like your shots overall more powerful too. Kudos to you. That's hard. That's hard being in that spot. Go up against the world and do that, so kudos to you. But I watched the fight. You got my 50 bucks. Sure, a lot of other 50s elsewhere, right? So, uh, you know, you did something right. Is it John Jones' return, Cyril Gaunt? No. That'll be up next. We'll talk about that, among other things, on other unfiltered to come. Whether it be life, whether it be sports, come here and just be yourself. End of the day, people going to crap on you in this world and in this life. They're going to crap on you if you are honest with them. They're going to crap on you if you are honest about yourself, to yourself, and with yourself. But the best thing you could do is stand up and move forward. Take it from somebody who has been pooped on PG Family Show plenty in his life. And I still hear, and so are you. And we are here on Unfiltered because we are presented and brought to you by our good friends at Bet Online.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.